Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Jamel Sanders Podcast, a division of Jamel Sanders International, where we are empowering leaders to make a difference in the world. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you are in the world. It is Saturday, May 20th, 2023, and I welcome you to another edition of the Jamel Sanders Podcast. First of all, can you believe that there is only a week left in the month of May, and we're getting ready to hit the end of the second quarter of the year already. It's just amazing how quickly the time is going and what a busy month and what a busy week this has been for me. Nevertheless, I hope that all of you are doing well, that you are focused on your purpose and living out your assignment, fulfilling your destiny, and owning every bit of your potential in the process. So thank you again for joining me and being a part of the Jamel Sanders podcast. I want to, first of all, just say hello to anybody that may be listening to this podcast for the very first time. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your life, your day, your schedule to join me and to be a part of the Jamel Sanders podcast. I believe that you're going to get some value and insight out of this conversation and that it's going to help you to take your life to the next level. I want to say hello to any of you that may be listening to me on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much. You've been with me from the beginning, and I'm so excited about the exclusive content that we're going to be um, bringing to the Apple platform really soon. Hello to those of you listening to me on Stitcher. You have been with me almost just as long as the Apple Podcast family. Hello to those of you that may be listening to me on Google Podcasts. I appreciate you taking the time to tune in. Hello to those of you that may be listening to me on iHeartRadio. I love iHeartRadio and so honored that I get to serve you through that platform. Hello to those of you listening on Spotify. Spotify continues to amaze me as we look at data and analytics. I'm just so blown away at the countries and the nations and the territories that are actually tuning in uh, to this podcast on a consistent basis in places that I would have never imagined. So thank you so much to Spotify. I do appreciate all of you that listen there. Hello to those of you listening to me on Amazon Music or Audible or any other platform that I may not have named. Thank you so much for the opportunity to serve you and to do life with you. I would love to connect with you beyond this podcast. You can go to my website, www.janellesanders.com. Again, that's www.janellesanders.com. There you will find a hub of empowerment resources to help you live a greater life. You'll find out more about me, the work I'm doing, my products and services, and so much more. Also, you can find the link to all of my social media platforms with the exception of TikTok, which I believe is official Jamel Sanders. You can also sign up for my empowerment newsletter right there on the homepage, and you can find out more about my products and services and work. Beyond this podcast, I am the founder and CEO of Jamel Sanders International LLC, a global management consulting and advisory firm. I have the privilege of working with leaders around the world um, in business, government, and helping to empower them with the tools and strategies that they need to be at the forefront of change and moving the world forward. And so you can find out more about that there. Also my seminars, symposiums, keynote presentations, and much more. Um, You can get all of that information on my website. Uh, Speaking of my work, Those of you that may be new, I just released a little over a month ago uh, my breakthrough journal. I was having a conversation with a very good friend of mine, and we were talking about journaling. And I was telling this friend, I have so many journals. And I said, now I'm in this phase of customized journals. And I said, I need to do something with that. And he was like, yeah, you should. And so we finished the conversation, and literally within the scope of maybe an hour, I had um, taken it from concept to market. I had found a distributor, and we were selling the product the same day. And he was like, wow, Jamil, you were really not 
playing when you said that. And so um, I love the Breakthrough Journal. I'm hearing some incredible feedback from it already of people that are having aha moments and breakthroughs in their lives. And it's helping them to heal in areas. And so I get a copy of my Breakthrough Journal. Go to jamelsanders.com. You can find it right on our homepage or go under my shop and you will find it there as well. And thank you to everybody that has already supported the Breakthrough Journal. I feel like this is a great tool for you to write your goals, uh, clarify your vision, script your future, and define new possibilities for your life. Um, and if you listen to this podcast, I always give you homework assignments. And so just having that journal is a great way for you to do some of that deep work that you need to do to take your life to the next level. And, of course, all of you know that I am, beyond this, I am a writer. I have written 11 books, and for the sake of time, I won't go into all of them because we would be here all day. But my latest release, the book number 11, is Pressure, Unlocking the Power of Prophetic Intercession. Everybody that is listening to me right now has a dream, has a vision, has an intention of what they want their life to be and what they want their life to become. The problem is that we don't know how to move that from hope to manifestation. Or if I could use better verbiage, how do you bring a prophetic reality out of the invisible realm into the realm that we call time? Um, That's what this book is about. It's about the process from prophetic proclamation to prophetic demonstration. I call it the journey from prophetic development to prophetic fulfillment, and that's what this book is about. I go deep into my story, my faith, and the lessons that I have learned along the way in realizing my potential. This is the book that I almost never wrote because it's very faith-based, and anybody that knows me knows that I am proudly a man of faith, and I don't deny that. Um, But I was speaking with my team about I don't know how it would resonate with people, but as I'm hearing the incredible feedback and testimonials, the book is just blowing my mind at the impact that it's having on people's lives. And so pressure is available. You can go to Amazon, Kindle Nook, and most major book distributors have access to pressure. I believe it's going to transform your life in a major way because it's my own journey of transformation. So I know it's going to do the same for you, and it's going to really empower you and help you on your journey to success and realizing your greatest potential. So thank you so much to every person that has already supported this book, and thank you to everybody that will support it in the future. What I want to do, I want to take a very quick break, and I want to jump into the continuation of our series. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Jamel Sanders Podcast, empowering leaders to make a difference in the world. All right, so welcome back. If you're just joining us, we've been in the middle of a series. Um, We just finished a series around um, the power of our goals, the power of making progress on our vision and realizing our dreams and I've really just been talking a lot about discipline and consistency this year because I feel like that's so important for so many people. And so after I finished my last series, I was trying to figure out where I wanted to go next with this podcast, and I began to think about some of the ingredients that go into being consistent and to living the life of your dreams. And from that, Um, came determined, the relentless pursuit of your greatest life. And let me tell you, if you have not listened to part one and two, do yourself a favor after you listen to this, go back and listen to part one and part two of this series because it is unbelievable and I believe that it's going to help you in a tremendous way. I will warn you that the last episode got really, really deep. We went into belief systems, and if you know anything about me, I'm known around the world as a revolutionary thinker, uh, leaders, organizations, governments. Um, That's what they want to hear me talk about a lot, the power of the mind, innovative thinking, disruption in industry. We really went deep into belief systems and psychological constructs, and I had no idea 
I was going to go that deep. I knew I was going to go deep, but as the episode unfolded, um, I said, I feel like some people are going to listen to this, and they're going to say, what in the world is he talking about? And so I try to keep it as practical as possible, but when you get into belief systems and the underlying beliefs and philosophies and constructs that um, undergird our lives is so important because I know from personal experience that it was my thinking that was the greatest threat to my success. <sighs> I could stay there all day. It was my thinking that was the greatest threat to my success. And so what would happen, I would see all of these incredible possibilities and opportunities that were being afforded to me or available to me, and my thinking was so limited and so poor that it was just not allowing me to fully embrace those opportunities in my life. And as I began to do this work on my belief system and paradigm, it changed my life. And as I began to share, excuse me, this message with people, I noticed that I hit a level of resistance in giving keynote presentations that I never hit before. And I realized that a lot of people are interested in inspiration and motivation, but not a lot of people are interested in how do we translate these insights and truths into a practicalized way to apply to our lives and to make us better so that we can reach our potential? That's a totally different conversation, and that's a conversation that not a lot of people are willing to have because not a lot of people are willing to do the work to develop, to become the greatest expression of who they were created to be. And so I believe that fundamentally your belief system is going to determine everything about your life and everything that you construct and everything that you become. And so I feel like it's vitally important that you spend the right amount of time and energy working on your mind so that you can become the greatest expression of who you were created to be. I can't say that. I did a whole episode on that last week. So let's delve into this. This is part three. You will never thrive in life until you first thrive in the arena of your mind. So many people ask me for mentorship or to serve as a person of influence or voice in their lives. And for the sake of time, I just don't have the time to devote to that for so many people. But the select individuals that I do mentor and become more hands-on with, one of the most fundamental things that we talk about before we get into any major life goals or plans or ambitions or visions, we talk about the power of thinking. Uh, It's one of the reasons I wrote the book, Upgrade Your Mind, years ago, because I knew that just as it was my thinking that determined my success and prosperity, it's going to be your thinking that determines your success or prosperity. And if we really want to thrive in life, we cannot neglect the arena and the environment of our minds. I feel like so many people in the world today are trying to throw uh, inspirational quotes and motivational messages on top of a faulty belief system and expecting their lives to flourish in the process. And the reality is that your life is not going to flourish until you break free into that realm of freedom and liberation of your mind. A lot of us want to be liberated in our lives, but you first have to be liberated in your mind. And we have a lot of people talking about they're free, but they're not free because until you are free in your thinking, you're never free in your living. And so a lot of people are existing, but they are not thriving and they are not living up to their potential and becoming everything that they were created and destined to be. And so I believe that now more than ever, we must begin to do the work on our thinking so that we can get to the next level. Why is that so important? Because in order to engineer breakthroughs at another level, it requires the evolution of your belief system. Write that down. In order to engineer breakthroughs at the next level, it requires the evolution of your belief system. And so every new realm, every new 
uh, portal of possibility in my life has been unlocked through the upgrade and the development of my psychology. And if my psychology does not support it, my moments will not accommodate it. Write it down. If my psychology does not support it, my moments will not accommodate it. And so a lot of people come to me and they're like, Jamel, I feel stuck in my life, and you're going to remain stuck until your thinking comes out. If you don't come out in your mind, you'll never come out in your moments. And so you got to get your mind out of those restricted and constrictive places, and you got to begin to reverse the negative cycles in your life so that you can realize your potential and be the person you were destined to be. When I look around the world today, I see people that long to live a greater life but are unwilling um, to lean in excuse me, to lean in to live a better life. And so, yes, we want it. I, I haven't seen many people uh, in all actuality that don't want a better life. But when it comes into down to this whole thing of leaning in to what it takes to produce a better life, this is where most people miss it. And this is one of the things that I have a problem with when it comes to social media and the highlight reels that I see from so many people that, oh, I'm living my best life, and inside they're miserable, they're unhappy, they put on that fake smile for a few moments to capture an image, but if we look into their souls, they are dead and lifeless and empty, and we live in this world where everybody is trying to curate when they're miserable, and so I'm not impressed with the highlight reels, I'm not impressed with all of the little motivational messages on social media because I've lived long enough to know that everybody is not living a great life. And most people are dissatisfied with their lives, but they're not dissatisfied enough to do anything to change it. And so there comes a point, as I often say in your life, where you've got to have enough. You've got to get fed up with where you are, and you've got to want more for your life. Let me say this about wanting more for your life. It's one thing to want more for your life. It's another thing to pursue more for your life. Most people live content with wanting more but never pursuing it. And so as long as you want and never pursue, you're going to stay in that same misery and unhappiness with your life until you do something different. The reality is that a greater life will not manifest without effort. And so a lot of people don't want to give the effort, don't want to exert the energy, don't want to devote the time, don't want to prioritize, don't want to do the things that are going to produce a greater life. And so every year they have this list of goals, this vision board that never gets accomplished. They get frustrated and they don't understand why their lives are not changing. And the reality is you are not making any effort to change your life because you're doing what you've always done and you're getting the same results and you're getting the same unhappiness that you've been experiencing so many times over and over again in your life. And so it really comes to a point in your life where you ask yourself the vital question is, do I really want more for my life? You know, that's a good question to write about in your breakthrough journal this weekend or whenever you get a moment do I really want more for my life? And, you know, I don't believe in yes or no answers. I want you to write in depth whatever comes to your soul, to your heart at that moment, and just be honest and write about it. Because a lot of times we say things with our mouths, but we contradict it with our lives. We don't really want that because if you really wanted that, why are you not pursuing it and what's really standing in the way of you getting to that result and that outcome in your life. I believe that we have to ask ourselves the hard questions if we want to get honest answers. As long as we keep asking ourselves easy questions, we'll continue to make excuses for a life of mediocrity. And so you know how I feel about mediocrity. Mediocrity is the shrine that we build to a second-class life. And so as long as you continue to uh, make excuses, you're going to continue to live that second-class life and live below your potential. Um, it takes more than effort to live a greater life. I feel like I need to say that because a lot of people are like, I'm trying, but what are you trying at and what are you trying with? Uh, when I say what are you trying at, what are you pursuing and what are you trying with? What tools do you have to get you from where you are to where you want to be? I talk to so many people that say, 
oh, Jamel, I don't need a mentor. I don't need a consultant or advisor to help me. I'm doing just fine. And I look at their lives, and I don't say it to them, but inwardly I say, if this is what fine looks like, I don't want anything to do with it because their lives are totally self-destructing and sabotaging, but they say that they're doing fine. And I always say that the worst form of deception is self-deception. And so if that's fine, I want to stay as far away from that reality as possible. And so we, we lie to ourselves. We tell ourselves we're okay. We tell ourselves I have time. But what we don't realize is that time is not on your side. Time is moving, and whether you seize moments or don't seize moments, you can't get it back. And what are you doing with your life? And how many years are you going to keep waiting and waiting and waiting for something to happen while life is passing you by? At some point, you have to get in the game and make the decision that you're going to do something different with your life and move your life in a different direction. It takes the exercising of your mind and the engagement of your will to change your life. Write that down. It takes the exercising of your mind and the engagement of your will to change your life. So why are people's lives not changing? Because they won't exercise their mind or engage their will. They're lazy. And so we we expect everything to just be handed to us. We expect everything to just unfold. We expect everything to just happen. And we think our lives are by happenstance, but our lives are engineered by intentionality. And as long as you remain unintentional about your life, you're going to remain unfulfilled in your life. And so you got to exercise your mind and engage your will in the process of transforming your life so that you can be who you were created to be. In essence, it takes you having the audacity uh, to dare greatly and to design your greatest life. It takes having the audacity to dare greatly and to design your greatest life. If anything that I can share with you today, if you don't remember anything that I say to you from this podcast, I want you to remember this. If you want to alter the trajectory of your life, it's going to take audacity. It's going to take courage. So many people uh, are just stuck and frustrated and stagnant and paralyzed in their lives and not really living up to their potential and who they were created to be. And what they don't realize is that there are some things that you will never conquer in your life without courage. You have got to find the courage and the strength within yourself to make some changes and to do some things differently about your life. It's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to inconvenience you. It's going to force you out of your comfort zone and what is the normal for you. But you, I always say that normal is where desires and dreams often go to die. You've got to do something different if you want something different for your life. And I told you in the last episode that 2023 has started off as an incredible year for me, but it has also been a very uncomfortable year for me as I'm forced more and more and more out of my comfort zone. Um, It's uncomfortable, and as much as I would like to just tell you, oh, it's just so easy and there's no resistance, there's a lot of pushback, and the pushback is not even coming from the external world. It's internal pushback uh, because it's, you know, there's this part of me that says, oh, why do I have to do that? What, what, why do I have to do that? Why is that necessary? I I, I could do it like this, or I could do it that way. But that way is not going to accommodate the growth and the development that needs to take place. And so I'm finding myself becoming more and more and more uncomfortable. And some things don't even make sense to me. It's like, that doesn't even make sense. That's not even practical. That's not realistic. But realistic does not produce a remarkable life. And so you can keep being realistic and restricted and never realize your potential 
or you can step outside of what is comfortable and convenient and press for more. And what's been so amazing about this year, though, is that the more I push myself out of that comfort zone, the more I break through ceilings, I shatter barriers and limitations, and I find myself in a place of possibilities beyond anything I've ever imagined. And even more so than that, my thinking, I'm already known as a revolutionary thinker, but my thinking has quantum leaps at an astronomical level this year as I've allowed those challenges and inconveniences and discomforts to push me further and further into my potential and into greatness. And I'm wondering, for those of you that are listening to me, what are you denying access from your life because you are not willing to be uncomfortable? What's missing you? What's being repelled from you because you are not willing to get uncomfortable to take your life to the next level. And I'm telling you, it it doesn't feel good. It challenges everything within our conventional wisdom and thinking process, but it always makes us better when we push outside of our comfort zone and we dare to embrace the great unknown in our lives. This year for me, has already been a year of embracing the great unknown because there's so many things that just I say this doesn't make sense. I don't understand this. I feel like this could be done this way or this way, but I'm going to embrace it anyway. And it has produced some incredible things in my life already, and it's only the month of May. So let's continue. Doing greatly is not for the faint at heart. So if you want to dare greatly and you want to accomplish incredible things in your life, you're going to have to have some courage. You're going to have to have some audacity. You're going to have to have some inner fortitude because not only are you going to get internal resistance, but there are going to be things and people around you that are going to also contradict what you're trying to move toward. And so are you going to let that derail you and stop you, or are you going to stay committed to the course and your journey and reaching that place that you know you've been destined to reach? Daring greatly requires radical faith and unwavering conviction. And so, you know, I talk to people and they say, Jamel, I'm ready to go to the next level. And then I give them something that they would consider extreme or out of the box. And they're like, I'm not doing that. I say, well, you're not going to get to the next level. And so some of those people, I talk to them two years later, they're still in the same state. Some of them I talk to three years later, they're still in the same state, four years, five years. At some point, you have to have had enough. You have to get frustrated with not moving forward with your life. But some people just don't get it. It it becomes this reoccurring pattern and repeated cycle that never gets reversed because they never recognize that they're in a pattern. It is extremely disheartening when I talk to an individual that cannot recognize that they're in a pattern. And it's like you can try to talk to them and say, do you realize that you've been this way before? It's like the person that's traveling and doesn't know where they're going, but they have too much ego to tell you that they're lost, and you know we passed this way like 10 times before, and it's not dawning on them that you're going the wrong way. And I feel like that's a metaphor for so many people in their lives. Uh, We're just too egotistical and prideful to admit that we're on the wrong path. And you need to make the, the, as the GPS system, recalibrate and get back on course with your life because you're wasting time. I always tell people, I don't have time to go in circles. I don't have time to repeat patterns and cycles and seasons. I have a very limited time on this earth, and I have to maximize this moment and do everything I can to fulfill my purpose and realize my potential. I realize that there is a fundamental nucleus of people that I've been assigned to impact in my lifetime and generation. And so every day has to be methodical and intentional and strategic so that I stay on that timeline. I watch so many people are wasting their lives. They're scrolling social media. They're binge-watching Netflix. They're hanging out with the buddies. 
they're doing the exact same thing over and over again through in their lives. It's like you're wasting valuable time and you're not making any progress. And at some point, you have to realize that this is not working and that I need to move my life in a different direction. Dreams die because of the lack of passion and the lack of pursuit. Dreams die because of the lack of passion and the lack of pursuit. I'll go on further to say that dreams are paralyzed without pursuit. And so another question for you to write in your breakthrough journal, what are you pursuing? Because a lot of people will tell you I'm pursuing uh, the highest reality, the best of my potential, but I look at your choices, and your choices are contradicting what you say you're pursuing. Now, I know this is the point in the episode where some people will shut me down and turn it off because they don't want to hear this, because you want me to give you this feel-good lie and mythology that's going to keep you in this same pattern and keep you in this same cycle and rob you of the life that you were created and destined to live. If your choices are not congruent with the reality that you are trying to construct for your life, you're on the wrong path. Take a breath. I know that's a lot. If your choices are not congruent with the reality that you are endeavoring to construct for your life, you're on the wrong path. And so I talk to so many people, and I say, well, what's your vision? What's your mission? And they tell me this cute statement, and it's all, you know, bubbly and great. And then I start to assess their choices and decisions, and it's totally the antithesis of everything that they just said to me. So I begin to ask myself, okay, if this is the reality that you want, why are you going in this direction? It doesn't make any sense. And so what I want you to do today, and I feel like I don't want to go into this too deep because I feel like if I, if I excavate this point that I'm saying right now, this will take over the rest of this show and I won't get anything accomplished that I wanted to get accomplished. But I will say this. You have to find your life compass. You got to stop letting social media and your family, and your friends, and your frenemies, and all of these different entities tell you what your life is going to be. And you got to create a vision for your life. I always tell people, there is safety in counsel, but there is danger in opinions. There is safety in counsel. Go to mentors and advisors that are wise, that can give you counsel, but do not take everybody's opinion. Let me say this. If I listened to everybody's opinion, I would not be doing this podcast right now. I would have never wrote a book. I would have never spoken on a stage. You would have never seen me in magazines or heard me in interviews or seen me on television. You would not consider me a mentor or a person of influence in your life because I would be somewhere hiding and doing nothing. Every I told you when we had the anniversary episode of this podcast, I told you, when I started that podcast, I was terrified. And not only was I terrified, I was beginning to rise in visibility. More people were starting to know who I am. And with visibility comes lots of critiques and a lot of criticism. And you have to have the ability to listen to all of that and say you are called to do. And I feel like in the world today, so many people are looking for affirmation and validation to fulfill their destiny. And if I look for affirmation and validation to fulfill my destiny, let me tell you, I wouldn't have very much of a destiny because I have gotten pushback and challenges on every idea, every vision, everything that I have attempted to do. People don't understand why you're doing well, I don't need you to understand why I'm doing it this way because it's not your vision. See, you've got to own your vision or you will become owned by other people's opinions. Write that down. Own your vision or you're going to become owned by other people's opinions. And let me tell you, I know a lot of people that are owned by other people's opinions. Whatever they say, they have you by the puppet string and they are manipulating everything about your life. 
Why? Because you don't believe you're worthy, you don't believe you deserve it, and you don't believe that you have what it takes to manifest that thing in your heart. And until you believe it, nothing you do is going to work for you. Everything is going to continue to fall apart and self-destruct because you don't believe it. You don't need everybody to believe in you, but you do need to believe in yourself. And if you don't believe in yourself, nothing that you try to construct in your life is going to stand. I don't know. That's for somebody today. I don't know why I got off of my topic to say that, but I feel like somebody needs to hear that. Uh, because I think we get this wrong idea about people because they're extremely successful or, you know, I, I just was having a conversation with somebody in another country uh, that was talking about how my life and work has impacted them. And so a lot of times from the outside looking in, we can make a lot of assumptions about people's lives. But you're not going to have a whole lot of cheerleaders and a whole lot of people pushing you. Let me tell you when people start pushing you. When you start to get results and you start to succeed, all of a sudden everybody's like, oh, I always knew they would be successful and this is my friend, so and so and so. You know, people want to latch on to your success, but they don't want to latch on to your failures. And without my failures, I would not be who I am today. And so many people are afraid to fail, and that's why they're not living life at its best. I can't stay there. I could stay there all day. And so it's one thing to have a dream. It's another thing to live the life of your dreams. How do you live the life of your dreams? You must first awaken, awaken to the life of your dreams. Um, A lot of people go through life unconscious. And I always say one of the most unsettling places to be is unconscious. Um, They're going through life just numb. They have no awareness of who they are, no awareness of their purpose, their destiny, their assignment. I feel like they're just anesthetizing through their existence. And so you have to awaken to your dreams and what's possible for your life in order to ever embrace that as a reality. It's tragic to go through life unconscious. What you are um, unwilling to awaken to, you will never actualize in your life. Let me say that again. What you are unwilling to awaken to, you will never actualize in your life. Um, As we move deeper into this series, I want you to just take a deep breath. We say we want a lot of things, but the reality is, that want and will is what separates dreamers from doers. Write that down. We say we want a lot of things in our lives, but the reality is that want and will is what separates dreamers from doers. Want and will is the difference between misery and fulfillment. That is a statement right there. Want and will is the difference between misery and fulfillment. I've moved, I've graduated many years ago from what I want in life to what I will into existence for my life. I tell people all the time, my life today is a prophetic fulfillment of what I have willed into my life in previous seasons. And everything that my life holds tomorrow will be the product of what I willed into existence today. We got too many people that want things that they are not willing to wheel into existence for their lives to see that thing become a reality. Want and will is the distance between the life you were born for and the life that you have settled for. We could end the whole episode right there. Want and will is the distance between the life you were born for and the life that you have settled for. Uh, If you are really determined, you must realize that the as long as you remain undeveloped, you will never unlock your future. That's important. More importantly, if you are really determined, you must realize that the current version of you is what is crippling the greatest version of you. Let me say it again. If you are really determined, then you got to understand that it is the current version of you that is crippling the greatest version of yourself. When I came to that awareness years ago, it was painful. I'm not even going to lie to you. It was painful because at the end of the day, we want something to blame because blame, uh, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Blame 
gives us the ability to uh, not take responsibility for where we are in our lives. So if I can blame you for why I'm not where I need to be, I can feel comfortable in my mediocrity and failure, and I won't be forced to make any change. But when I have to take responsibility for where I am in my life, that's a whole different conversation. And so when I realized that the version of me that I was at that time was not congruent with the greatest version of me, I said, I, I got some work to do. I got I to gotta put in some work. I got to do some things differently, and I got to do the inner work to become uh, the greatest version of myself. In other words, you must be willing to evolve in order to become. Write that down. You must be willing to evolve in order to become. And so the question becomes, what changes are you willing to make to change the trajectory of your life? We are getting into what I call power questions. These are the type of questions that change the seasons and shift the trajectory of your life. Changes are you willing to make to change the trajectory of your life? And what is inflexibility costing you? Write that down. What is inflexibility costing you? So many times I have to say this. We are so fixed on a specific direction for our lives that we have blinded ourselves to the possibilities that God desires to manifest in our lives. Sometimes you're dreaming too small. Sometimes God has something bigger for you than even you can begin to wrap your mind around. If you told me years ago that I would be doing the things I'm doing today, I would have laughed at you. Me empowering people around the world me having a voice of influence in nations, me doing podcasts, writing books, speaking on stages, mentoring leaders. This is not what I would have chosen as the route. But guess what? I wasn't inflexible. I was open to the divine design and the divine will for my life. And as a result, I got divinely directed in the direction that I needed to go. But so many people are so fixed on, they have a fixed mindset, and a fixed mindset often produces failure because you need a growth mindset, not a fixed mindset. There are some things that you're going to have to remain flexible about if you want to see the fulfillment of your dreams and your desires and see those things become a reality. What I can tell you from a lifetime of experience is that nobody thrives without training. And so the, the, the pillar today in living a determined life is the pillar of training. Victory is something that uh, must always be trained for. Let me say that again. Victory is something that must always be trained for. And so in saying that, let me say this. What is training? Training is the development of the mind, will, emotions, and spirit in order to manifest our greatest desires. Training is the development of the mind, will, emotions, and spirit in order to manifest our greatest desires. In other words, it's the development of the mindset, energy, emotional intelligence, and spiritual acumen to embrace that which you have been born for. Write that down. Training is the development of the mindset, energy, emotional intelligence, and spiritual acumen to embrace that which you have been born for. It is the commitment to the process of unlocking your greatest potential. Training is the commitment to the process of unlocking your greatest potential. Let's go a little bit deeper in the time that we have left. Uh, training is how you convert your potential into power. Write that down. Training is how you convert your potential into power. It is taking the steps to build the stamina and cultivate the strength to become the most powerful version of yourself. When I talk to leaders in business or government around the world, many of them say, Jamel, what is the missing component in business and leadership today? 
and I tell them that the piece that is missing is development and training, not training in the skills of your professional role or your vocation, but training and development in the whole person. We know how to do our job. We know what we were educated in in university, but most people are lacking those personal skills, that personal growth and development to show up as the greatest expression of who they were created to be. Training is always rigorous but necessary. Training is why some people succeed and others don't. Um, This is what I've come to understand is that your future will only manifest when you are willing to be developed for it. Your future and your potential will only manifest when you're willing to be developed for it. So training requires a couple of things, and I don't know if I'm going to get through all of this, but let's just see where we go. Training begins with, number one, your mindset. If you don't commit in your mind, you will never commit in your moments. Write that down. If you never commit in your mind, you will never commit in your moments. And so anytime I go into training and development, we're going to always start with your mindset. Because all of those um, industry-specific skills, you can learn those things easily. But what we have not done, we have not spent enough time in the area of personal growth and development. And so a lot of people are like, Jamel, how did you become who you are today? I didn't just wake up one day and all of a sudden I was this powerful, influential leader. I became who I am today because of personal growth and development. And I have not stopped growing, let me say that, and developing as a person. Because you reach a certain height of success or notoriety in your life, you don't stop growing and developing. Now, there are many individuals that I talk with and have conversations with, and they think because they succeeded 15 years ago that that's enough to carry them the rest of their lives, and they become irrelevant um, and invisible because they stop growing and developing. I'm always growing and developing because I can only pour into you into the level that I am willing to be developed on a consistent basis. And so if I stop developing, I don't have any value to give to anybody. And so as a leader, make sure that development is a fundamental life pillar for you that you never abandon. We need leaders that are willing to grow. We have so many egotistical and prideful and narcissistic leaders that feel like they are the ultimate and that there's nowhere else to go. We we all can grow. We all can get better. We all can get sharper. We can all be more effective, and I don't want you to ever embrace that as a mindset. Um, all success or failure can be traced back to a thought. When I'm assessing my life, assessing decisions and choices that I made, everything goes back to a thought. And so I have to think about what train of thinking was I in at that time. And as I think about that, it always, not sometimes, not seldom, it always uh, reflects in the decisions that I make. And so many people, because their minds have not been renewed and their minds are not being developed, they continue to make disastrous and destructive choices that are detrimental to their lives and to their destinies. And it's like you can tell them to their blue in the face, but you have to have that personal awareness that this is not healthy and that something needs to change in my life so that I can get to the next level. All victory or defeat is born from the garden of your mind. And so the way that I continue to get consistent victories in my life is because I am very intentional about the cultivation of the garden of my mind. Now, I don't have time to delve into this. I would encourage you to read my book, Upgrade Your Mind, where I delve somewhat into the garden of the mind and the 12 environments of success. But you have to maintenance the garden of your mind. You can't let anything live in that mind. And this is why it's so important what you see, what you hear, what you talk about, because all of that is shaping your paradigm and your belief system. 
And so I can't afford to have negative people around me. I can't afford to entertain um, toxic conversations. I can't afford to put myself in destructive and unhealthy environments because all of that is going to shape my belief system and determine everything that I build and construct with my life. We say we know that, but we don't live like we believe that because we continue to keep people in our lives that we know are not healthy or productive to the realization of our potential, and I cannot stay there either. Some things have not happened in your life because you have not um, into that thing psychologically. Some things have not happened in your life because you have not bought into that thing psychologically. In other words, what you are not persuaded of will never be possible for your life. And what you are not convinced of will never be crystallized in your life. It is not real until it has taken up residence in your mind. And so anytime I'm working on a really big project or something really massive that I'm trying to accomplish, I am very selective about who I share that information with because, as I talk about in my book, Pressure, you cannot afford to allow abortionists to get into the operating room of your prophetic destiny. And so many times we're excited, we mean well, we have good intentions, but we're allowing abortionists to get into the inner workings of our vision, and they are sabotaging our lives and destroying it, and we don't understand why certain things are not happening. And so the reason I'm so selective about who I share that information with is because I know that that thing has to take residence in my mind, and when that thing has taken residence in my mind, it becomes real and it becomes a reality in my life. And then we can share it with everybody because it's solidified and nothing can snatch it or steal it. That's just the key. What um, I have understood is that what you ultimately uh, meditate and reflect on in thought is what's going to ultimately uh, manifest in time. Your mind is a very powerful tool, and the mind cannot be um, transformed or developed without challenges. And so you need challenges because they unlock your potential and they unleash the problem solver on the inside of you. If you run from challenges, you rob yourself of the capacity to develop for greatness. A weak mind will produce a deficient life. Let me say that again. A weak mind will produce a deficient life. And that's why so many people are living deficient and defeated lives because they have not taken the time to strengthen the faculty of the mind and the properties of thought. Number two, you have to train your emotions. Your feelings can pose a great threat to your future. Write that down. Your feelings can pose a great threat to your future. It is expensive to allow what you feel to alter your future. And it's dangerous to allow your emotions to hijack your evolution. When you are mastered by your emotions, you produce a stagnant life. But when you master your emotions, you produce a liberated life. Our emotions are designed to enrich the experiences of our lives and not to enslave our lives. In other words, our emotions excuse me, are designed to enhance our lives and not to enslave us. Emotions have to be processed, and your ability to process your emotions um, will determine the level of freedom you experience. Emotional slaves live lives defined by victimization. To the degree that you can regulate your emotions will determine the degree that you rule your world. If you can master your emotions, you can manifest your destiny. Your emotions direct your will and define your victory. Write that down. Your emotions direct your will and define your victory. So you want to know why you are not able to will yourself into certain things? Because your emotions direct your will. And if your emotions are imbalanced and unstable, it will never, uh, you'll never be directed and have the willpower to see certain things manifest in your life. And finally today, in the time I have left, train your skills. 
Your potential begins in raw form, and it has to be developed. You become proficient in a skill through practice, but you master a skill through obsession. Write that down. You become proficient in a skill through practice. You master a skill through obsession. You must become a slave to your potential. Write that down. You must become a slave to your potential. So many people say, Jamel, how do you operate in the level of mastery and excellence that you operate in? I have become a slave to my potential. Every day of my life, I am excavating my potential, and I'm digging deeper and deeper into it. I'm honing in on it. I'm harnessing it, and I'm using it to serve the world and my generation. And so there will never be an unfruitful or barren season in my life because I have become a slave to my potential, and I am exhausting every ounce of it. When I leave this world, there won't be any potential left in Jamel because I will have given everything I have to my assignment. And the reason that you are frustrated with your life, the reason you feel so empty and so unfulfilled is because you have not become a slave to your potential. Everyone has gifts, but not everyone becomes great. Greatness is not in the investment of time. Greatness is determined by the devotion of your life. Let me say that again. Greatness is not determined by the investment of time. It's determined by the devotion of your life. Anybody that really knows me, those that are really friends of mine, those that are really in the inner circle of my life will tell you that I have devoted my life to unlocking greatness and realizing my greatest potential. It's not just a tagline that I put on my branding. It's not just something that I say to make myself sound wise or deep or profound. This is how I live my life. And so people are like, you're just all the way around original, and we don't really see anything that mirrors or mimics that. And it's because I have devoted my life to realizing my greatest potential and not just realizing mine, but helping people around the world to unlock that so that they can make a difference and a great contribution in the world and in their generation. And so I know that we covered a lot today. I know that it's a lot of information to process, but the great thing about it, you can go back and listen to this again and again, and you can begin to apply these principles and insights to your life. That's why I created this podcast. You know, as I said in the anniversary episode, um, my intention for this podcast was maybe six months to a year uh, just to put some content out and to give people some ideas and you know, principles and tools that they could use in their lives. And here we are 12 years later and the podcast is still going. And you would think after 12 years that you would run out of saying there's nothing else to talk about. And in all reality, anybody that knows me knows that you can barely scratch the surface of a topic with me in an hour. I'm just so full all the time, and so when I begin to excavate something, I mean, we could have stayed on the first points for two or three hours. I'm full, and people always tell me this. They say, Jamel, when you speak and other people speak, it's just not the same. They give good information, but they say it just seems like when you speak, it comes from a deep place, and it does. It comes from a well that I've developed over many years, and I'm just pouring out of that well and pouring into as many people's lives as I can with the time that God has given me. We're all here on limited time, so make the most of it. Every day, every moment, every opportunity, own it, squeeze every second out of every day, and honor the seed of your potential because the world needs you to do that. I so appreciate you spending this time with me today. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to serve you and to do life with you on a consistent basis. I hope you'll stay locked in because we still have more to explore in this series. I don't know. I feel like this series has really gone deep, deeper than some of the other series on this on podcast, but it's necessary. It's helpful, and I know that you're going to be the better for it. So, Thank you again for tuning in and being a part of the Jamel Sanders podcast. I look forward to seeing you again real soon. Stay blessed.
Thanks for joining us for the Jamel Sanders Podcast. Always remember, your life has purpose. Your potential is limitless. And only you can define your legacy.